Twisted listeners. Hello, we bring you lots of sunshine about what's happening in education in America, most likely and specifically Texas. Texas. Yep. (sighs) Oh my God. I'm honestly surprised we're not talking about Florida, but you know, Texas needs a turn. Didn't just, I thought DeSantis did just did something. Um, we haven't, I mean, he does stuff all the time. So we haven't had a rant. It's about DeSantis. Um, but he wasn't. He ha- was in a car accident, but he's fine. I just found that out. Um, all right. So oh. we. Fo- I follow Ridgemont's finest on TikTok, and we're mutuals on um, Instagram and on TikTok. And she recently has her own podcast, and uh, we are going to reach out to her to be on our podcast. But she is. I believe she teaches in Texas, and she just tells it the way it freaking is. I, if you've seen her videos, she's mm-hmm. just like all over this shit so the one video that i sent you was about yes paying teachers based on the perceived importance of the subject of the subject they teach it's a houston independent school district hisd so if we say that that's what we're referring to so they'll be initially compensated based on subject matter in grade instead of experience. So they revealed the salary table for educators. And so this is a new education system school model, including breakdowns of differentiated average pay per employee based on subject matter. So it differs mm-hmm. depending on what they deem better. Since being appointed mm-hmm. by the Texas Education e- e- Ecstasy Agency, um, Superintendent Mike Miles initially said NES teachers would make an average salary of 85000 per year with a potential $10,000 stipend. So basically, I guess that's what he said before he, so he could get um, elected? Elected. Or appointed? Yeah. All right. So based on the salary table, a fifth grade English and language arts teacher could make a minimum of 80000 per year and a maximum of 105000 per year. While a social studies fifth grade <laughs> teacher's minimum salary starts at seventy three thousand per year, with a ninety eight thousand as the maximum. After three years of experience, high performing teacher salaries have the opportunity to increase. The district plans to base high performance on teacher evaluations over the next few years. So here are my questions. Yes. In in Texas, I'm assuming, or in HISD. Um, does that mean that they are all across the board departmentalized and that you only teach like reading or social studies or math or science? They must be. That's my question because we talk, we teach everything in elementary. Yeah. And like where I just, where I last taught, we were given the choice. We were given the option to departmentalize. One year I taught math and science and one year I taught like ELA and social studies because they wouldn't let me teach math and writing because they don't go together. But my point is, so they must across the board completely 100% change. We have an article that is not, there there are a lot of questions. It poses more questions than it provides answers. And it says they are focused on high quality instructing and getting kids to read. Okay, so maybe we shouldn't take books out of the fucking library if we want kids to read. And maybe we should be focused more on taking the the internet away from them. Anyway, that's a whole other situation. Well, and the reason that she brought that up is the same school district is removing, is turning their libraries in some of their schools into, okay, 
did I read this right? Zoom rooms, they are turning their libraries into centers where if you can't behave, you go and join your class virtually. Students at dozens of Houston ISD schools will return in a few weeks without librarians and media specialists. So they're disciplinary spaces. So Mike Miles is at it again. He's saying that librarian and media special positions will be eliminated. The librarian and media special positions are similar, but librarians typically have an advanced degree in library science. We understand the significance of certain programs associated with libraries and will strive to maintain those valuable offerings. So it's it's a very big change from his predecessor. And so that guy, um, Millard House II, he wanted to put a librarian in every school under his mm-hmm. five-year plan. And so basically, Miles, the guy who's doing this shit, is prioritizing resources to meet specific outcomes, including closing the achievement gap, raising student proficiency, and preparing kids for the future, which doesn't really correlate with the fact that he's paying ELA teachers more. (laughs) Right. I, I think that's contradictory. It is contradictory. Important, more important, less important. I don't know. Then this says libraries will be available to students who are dropped off at school before classes begin. Like this is going to be convenient for parents or after school before they go home. Depending on each campus needs, some library spaces may be repurposed into team centers, which are designed for students to continue working. So they'll be converted into rooms for students who misbehave will be relocated to watch lessons virtually. Who's going to watch these kids? So they're going to take get rid of the media specialist and, and who's, yes, you're right. Who's going to take care of them? Five years from now, the student who was sent to the Zoom room, okay, because I thought of the Zen Den when you said that. <laughs> I, I, I just don't even know, like, because they're misbehaving, administration doesn't want to take care of it. They don't want to, like, put their foot down and tell the kids to shut the, get their shit together, put the phone down, and have consequences for individual students because now this, this because of these kids, the whole group of kids the group is suffering and the other piece is that that Ridgemont um, brought up is that sometimes the media center is like a safe place for kids that's where they do their gaming clubs that's where they meet together some of them actually read books yeah and they're taking that away oh no way (laughs) yeah they do it's a suburban legend that some kids read books (laughs) so um it's it's just insane I mean it would it is amazing to me that somebody can be such an idiot to take the the focus off of DeSantis and doing even dumber things in schools. Like it's amazing. This this person has really, really done done a job. Um I mean they have to become the new most talked about edu villain. Edge of villain, is that a new word? I did. I just made it up. Do you like I it? I love that. Edu-villain. That is the name of our freaking podcast. Edge of villains. Um, you have to do. You have to do some TikToks about edgy villains. All right. So this last article, um, again, it's shocking that this is in Texas. Okay, eight hundred Texas <laughs> teachers will have to pay back bonuses after district mistake. Now I did a TikTok on there here about this. Um, it was a miscommunication among its human capital staff. Um, two thousand dollars that these people got, and my thought was that that was about two years of supplies. Like at least a thousand, at least a thousand dollars that we're buying for kids because <laughs> you know at the, at, that's a low, that's a low estimate, wouldn't you say? Right. Um. Yeah. Oh, completely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was a processing error. 
And it was only meant for new hires who were taking on hard-to-staff roles, including special ed and bilingual teaching staff as a recruitment incentive. So here's what I, my point when I made the TikTok <laughs> was, okay, let's have an incentive for new teachers. But what the hell are we doing for the teachers who are barely surviving, keeping their head barely above water, and got to help them working in Texas in the school system? Um, and they have to take that money away to give it to somebody because, yes, yeah, special ed is difficult. Special ed is a difficult, mm-hmm. and I've done it. I know enough. You've done it. We know that it is it is a, a different set of challenges, but it doesn't take away from the work that other teachers are doing in a general ed setting. I'm so sorry. It's stupid. Um, it was a processing error. So I think the people who made the processing error need to pay for it. I think they should have their <laughs> shit deducted because, look, what happens when we make a processing error as a teacher? We get call- our asses get called into the office. It yeah. goes on our record, and we get in damn trouble if it's a processing mm-hmm. error. And when I mean processing error, I'm talking about when the kid failed and we actually put the failing grade in. That's a processing error because somehow we have screwed up because the kid didn't get it, be- and it's our fault. Right. I don't know. I will say that this year, and I know it's it's early, early days that most school districts have not yet reported yet. I know that it, they're just starting to trickle back. Um, next week seems like it's a pretty big week for school districts that are going back. Um, I know some are back now and some won't be going back until like literally September. But I will say that there are people that I know who until this year have always already had their room done yes. by this point in time who don't. And I am so freaking proud of them for rolling in. And after we did that podcast, we need to normalize. Yes. We need to normalize the, the reality of what a classroom would look like and does look like without a teacher spending thousands of their own dollars and decades of their own time. I don't know, like tens of hours. No, but it it is because we, Jen and I have been sending each other um, posts with these, you know, how they do the whole sped up classroom decoration. Mm -hmm. And I did, I did a video where someone was like, I needed to hear this because I said, this is not a competition. Like, and you and I have done this. That's the thing that you and I were those teachers who were in the school and we were, I mean, you and I fucking sponge painted our whole freaking rooms together. Yeah. They were so ugly, but, but, but you know what we did to make them different? We didn't, we didn't like, know that, but I mean, you had purple with turquoise and <laughs> I had turquoise and purple, but you know, that's the thing we wanted an aesthetically. <laughs> so we only had to buy the same paint. Yeah. Yeah. We taught next to each other. Mm-hmm. Jen had the gift of third grade and I had, I had these, the not get the strivers right? in my my and we ha- I mean there every single day we would stand out and meet with each other and talk about the shit. Sometimes we'd go to each other's classrooms. That was probably one of the best years because you were right there all the time. My administration is actually giving people as much time as possible because we've been talking about that. Seeing high school teachers actually in their rooms decorating more. Something today was brought up about a door decorating contest and having themes again. So I think we're trying to bring back some of that old time, uh, old, old town, old time, time fire, old time fun. I, I guess so. I think that's awesome. 
I'm going to say like, it's not awesome if you're hanging on by the skin of your teeth and now you have a fucking door to decorate too. Yes. But if it's literally just something you want to do, then it's fun. I don't know. Although I I don't think it's ever fun. I think it's always, it's always that one more thing. I don't don't, know. Don't give me a door to decorate. I mean, I am spatially inept. No, I don't want a door to decorate. I don't want a flag to carry that has to be. For field day? Mm -hmm. No. And we talked about our first episode. Yeah, but like at my old, yeah, at one of my schools, we had to carry a big, huge ass sign (laughs) out to meet our kids for the first day. No. And like we had to decorate it. Yes. To meet our kids like on a, on a yardstick. And they would make you a generic one that would say like Robert's fifth grade if nobody else, like, like if you didn't create your own, but people all created their own. And you look like the asshole if you just had that, the plain. If you just have the sign that has the Ellison printed letters that says Robert's fifth. Oh my God. So people like, they would go with the theme of their classroom. I mean, they would make many bulletin boards to carry basically. It's it's next fucking it's level. And I mean, the thing is, is I was proud of my classrooms. But again, I was still a good teacher with or without all that shit. But and I know and the thing it's ingrained in me that if I went back, I, I would have to fight the fact that I have to really live by the things I'm saying, because it's it's really difficult not to have the decorations in the cute classroom and the aesthetically pleasing environment. But my point was. The, the warm and inviting environment is really created by the teacher. So if I'm decorating and I'm grumpy, I'm an asshole to the kids because I'm tired and exhausted. Yeah. So maybe we should just take a few things off the plate. And admin kind of part of their evaluation is um, positive learning environment, which really, really can span a pretty classroom. For me, a positive learning environment mm-hmm. is when the teacher is has a good relationship with kids. Kids are asking questions. Kids are approaching the teacher. The teacher is acknowledging everyone in the classroom. She's different. She's getting, she's giving the kids what they need where they are. That's, but that has changed to be like, oh, you've got the cute Pinterest. Yours looks really cute. It's color coded. The money Mm -hmm. they've spent, the money that people are spending is freaking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's funny. Now I look back, like as I reflect I loved cake and cooperative learning with my whole heart. But as an adult, you get tell me to mix and match or you tell me to inside outside circle or you tell me to do any of those things. I immediately bring out the friends. Fuck you hands Mm -hmm. like. But it's I like lived and died by those. I wonder how many of my kids were like, oh, fuck this again. Yeah. Or if they liked it. They all seemed to like it. They all seemed I don't to know. love it. Probably but- a lot of them were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, if adults don't like them, do I mean, all kids, I'm sure don't like them. I'm sure some kids like that's why you have to have a mix of things. If you spend your entire year doing cake and cooperative learning strategies and you have a kid in your class that is shriveling and dying inside every day yeah. because you keep doing that, then you've got to rethink it. What's That's the problem is what's good for one student is not always going to be good for another. So the next thing I want to talk about our next episode is grading policies because ours have changed and I want to keep that on the forefront on how we grade oh. students. Okay. Okay. I would love to talk about that. We were also going to talk about something else. 
that I don't remember. Yeah, and it just slips. It slips right through the labyrinth of our brains. Oh, it was the poll you put out. Yeah, like, yes, the whole social media, what impact are social media edu influencers having on the public's perception of teachers? Well, I mean, the thought that I just dreaded the first day back walking into my classroom with all the boxes that I had seemingly just packed up and I had to unpack and, and put everything out the way it was not even eight weeks earlier. And it's, it is a stupid, stupid rule. My videos have gotten so many comments about how many people have to move their classrooms. It's crazy. I've had some people say I've moved every Mm -hmm. year for 19 years. I've had to pack up for 20 years. If you're an administrator Mm -hmm. And this is something you're doing to your teachers. You need to freaking stop unless it is just absolutely freaking necessary. And if that's the case, you all need to get your asses in there and help the teachers pack up. I just, I think hey, it's so hey, stupid. Man. It's stupid to pack up your room and unpack it. it. It caused me so much stress. It is. Because I had a lot of shit. You had a lot of shit. Most states don't make you pack a lot of Everything them do. Up. Yeah, a lot of them do. Because they're, they're waxing the I don't the know. It's like 50-50 maybe. They're waxing the floors. Oh, no. Sometimes washing they the do. I mean, yes. That's the thing I think they don't really do. Maybe I don't want my floors waxed. You like your, you like your, war, you like your floors worn to a dull. <laughs> yeah, because here's glimmer. what happens. All my shit's outside. And they've just waxed the floors. Oh, mm-hmm. now I got to drag that shit back in. And I swear to God, I think my my principal from a few schools back had like a radar when we were moving stuff back in over the wax floors. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, there's not enough dollies in the world. Like, what is the solution? There isn't. There, I know. No, they, no, there's no solution. It needs to be like a, this is health classroom. We had a teacher at um, the first school that we taught at together. And I can remember her legitimately multiple times a year, like putting on rubber gloves that came up to her elbow and like deep scrubbing the crap out of her class, like wiping everything down. Like she'd be like, stay out of this room because there's like the chemicals you're not supposed to use in here. Like, because that was just nasty. It is, but um, I think there's other ways to go about it. Because literally, your classroom is like your little apartment away from home. You said you had you were doing Pacific Time stuff. What does that mean? I am doing so. I um, right now I'm working. I'm working two territories right now, and one is my regular one, and then I'm doing an additional one because um, we're a little short staffed right now. So that can happen anywhere. No, I did. I- volunteered but um i'm working with a rep with companies that are pacific coast time and what's that time because you know i'm gonna have a time zone issue so right now it is like 317 there so a couple days a week i work later ah to have a full their day work day gotcha all right oh i'm glad we worked around it all right everyone all right. Do stay- not be an edgy villain. Edgy villains are bad. Villains I'm going to see if it's if it's been coined. I feel like I made it up, but no, it came up. University Villanova, Machiavellianism. Mm. Let me see. Edgy villain, Urban Dictionary. 
Oh my God. I'm imagining shirts with like a cartoon DeSantis on it with like a mask on. <laughs> and like, no, it's not been, it's not a thing. 